Carrie. And I'm Stephanie, and this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey. Hey. We're back. We are. <laughs> we previewed the summer movies, and now we're reviewing the summer movies for Hallmark. <laughs> this was not the plan, but you know what? Yeah, we were we intend we were going to do, you know, one episode from one movie each week and then once we missed the first one, we were like, "Oh, we'll just combine it and do two." And now we're here at 4. It's like Christmas. Guys, it's summer. <laughs> yeah. We we have like no motivation this like along with everything that's just happening in our lives, period. So, <sighs> yeah, the struggle is real. Especially for me, because I'm like trying to pack stuff because I'm moving and I'm like, I'm so unmotivated to do basically anything else. Yeah, that makes sense because moving, it like drains you. For sure. (laughs) Uh, All right. So the first movie on the docket, you had me at Aloha all the way back from June 5th. (laughs) This one was set in Hawaii and it had two people hosting a travel show. It was basically that Christmas movie, Good Morning Christmas. Yeah, except with Pascal Hutton and Kevin Smith. Yep. And in Hawaii. But it was actually the same. And then, you know what I just thought of that's ironic? Is they wore Hawaiian shirts in Good Morning Christmas. Oh, they did? I don't even remember this. Yeah, Mark Lucas's character thought it would be funny. And so they wore Hawaiian shirts on air. So there was even more of a connection because there was a lot of Hawaiian gear going on in this movie. Oh, yeah. Although I will say, I mean, I I don't know what we're doing here. My guess is that maybe we're just going to go through and rate them because I don't have a ton of comments except for on, I think, her pen pal. I wrote a lot of stuff down, (laughs) but I think that's the only one that I made a ton of notes on. Yeah, we can just go through the ratings because her pen pal is the only one I wrote a lot on, too. So if we want to start with style, since I mentioned the Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. I gave it a three. (gasps) Really? Yeah. I mean, I can't rate Hawaiian floral patterns more than a three. I thought she wore some cute outfits, but it was all kind of the same theme. Oh, my gosh. I gave it a five because I basically loved every outfit that she wore. I was like, oh, you know, I could have gone without the flowers in the hair, which was like as cliche over the top for me. I thought those were cute. But other than that, I I loved the dresses. I loved every single dress that she wore, I think. I mean, she did have good style. I still just think it was a three. I think the only one I really remember was her red dress. And it was just a solid red dress. Oh, yeah, that one was really pretty. That was the dinner one, right? Mm-hmm. That's the one that really caught my attention for in liking the style. Mm-hmm. I did really feel bad for her when he's like, let's go snorkeling. And she has to like stand there in her bathing suit. What if she didn't want to be in her bathing suit? Like mm-hmm. just making this executive decision. <laughs> I know. I thought the same thing when I saw it. I was like, oh man, you kind of have to be fit ish for this. <laughs> I mean, luckily she is. <laughs> yeah, she is. Because a lot of her stuff, I mean, it was flowy. But some of it was like form-fitting and parts. So, yeah. yeah. So, a three versus your five. Yep. What did you give it for set? I gave it a five for the set because Hawaii was really pretty. It was really pretty. <laughs> and they went did a lot of things, I felt like. 
Oh, yeah, that reminds me. Uh, I'm going to give this thing beach balls for summer fun. I gave it a question mark because I was like, I don't know what I don't know what Stephanie's going to pick. <laughs> yeah, this is like all over the place. Which, <laughs> which like, <should've> talked. <laughs> I just thought we'd cover it when we got to that part. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll get to it right now. We're on the setting, although I don't know that there, there's much more we can say, except everyone knows Hawaii is beautiful. I agree. Okay. So storyline, I gave it, I should probably give it lower than this, but I gave it a three. That's what I gave it to. Because we've literally seen it already. I didn't hate the storyline though, which is why I didn't go lower than a three. And there were a couple things that I did like. I figured this is right now the point where I can make most of my points. Okay. I loved the fireworks scene and how they held hands. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so cute. I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. Because I love fireworks. Like, probably if I was not going to get proposed to at like the Biltmore, I want to get proposed to under fireworks. Like, <laughs> well, your time's coming. July 4th is right around the corner. <laughs> <sighs> when am I going to meet that FBI agent in the ho- hallway of my hotel, though? <laughs> gosh uh i don't know i can't answer that because i have the same question yeah you know because i finished oh this is off topic but i finished without a trace today if anybody knows that show it follows the fbi and they're missing person good job yeah but it left me kind of sad the ending of shows always do that for me yeah because a couple of things i was just like this is dumb (laughs) Because I, I thought they knew that they were being canceled, but then I don't think oh. they knew they were being canceled. So. Yeah, that's unfortunate. My One of my favorite shows is Lie to Me. Have you ever seen that? I've seen it in a couple episodes. I love that show. And they got canceled, and it's like, done. It's just like, this is the stupidest ending, too. Like, they could at least make an effort. Like, you're going to cancel it. Just give them a couple more episodes to tie it up. Yeah, I wish that they would do that, but it's all about the money and they don't care. Nope. Anyway. Back on track. Back on your storyline <laughs> kick. I really like the scene where they went to the restaurant. And the reason that I loved the scene is not because of the scene itself. It's because of the way that they did the scene where they start to have the conversation and then it faded out to the music. Mm-hmm. And it was just them kind of laughing and talking, but you couldn't really make out anything that they were saying. And it, I just thought it was really well filmed. We skipped the boring part of their talking. Yeah. And I loved her outfit. I wrote that there. <laughs> I don't remember her outfit, but I do remember that scene. And I was like, oh, this is good that they're getting to know each other in a deeper level, but we don't have to actually hear it. We can yeah. hear, watch it in like 10 seconds. <laughs> the thing that I did not like... <laughs> Was, I felt like Kevin had like some sort of an accent. We, You and I were talking about this. Yeah, we were debating it. Does he have like a Mexican accent or something like, and then I thought, then you said something about a New York accent, a New York That's accent. And I thought, well, maybe it really is like his Canadian accent. And it's just the way he's saying the words are at a different tempo than like I would be used to hearing in the South or something. I don't know, but. I don't know. I feel like he was trying to be like a a wheeling and dealing New Yorker dude with this confident swagger. And that was the accent he was putting forth for that. Oh, could be. I didn't care for it. (laughs) They never said where he was. Wait, yeah, they did. They said he was from Canada. Yeah, yeah, Calgary, Alberta. Yeah. 
So I don't know what was going on there with him, but there was something. <laughs> yeah. And then one part that really cracked me up was at the end when her friend is like talking to her and she's like, is this the part where you're learning to be more, where you're being more sensitive to people's feelings? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That really, the friend was funny. I thought. She was, she was an interesting character. Yeah. From their norm. Yeah. Agree. And she was cast differently. She was a little bit overweight, mm-hmm. you know, so it was like not your normal casting of like the pretty friend that's yeah I mean not that she wasn't not pretty you know what I'm saying but like Mm -hmm. slender and whatever you know yeah but they didn't give her a secondary romance I thought they were gonna do it with Lewis though Mm, did you feel that way when they first started hanging out no I didn't feel like a romantic thing there I thought they were going to and then they did nothing with it (laughs) yeah no I never felt that so missed opportunity hallmark and it's not like they had a ton going on that they couldn't fit another love story in there. Right. But, eh, whatever. And then I had one quote. Ooh. And it is, I guess you know that living vicariously isn't really living at all. Dang. I know. It was a good one, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> hmm. Does this hit you, the writer, in a certain place? It does make me think of, like, reading. Uh-huh. And living vicariously <laughs> through characters. <laughs> um, but, you know, this is kind of off topic, but it makes me think of this since you asked about writing. Um, in my therapy appointment uh, last week, she asked me because we were talking about the books and she asked me if I ever uh, like fall in love with my the guys or if huh. there's someone that I would see myself being with in real life. And I was like, not really, because I keep that separate. Like, I know they're fictional. <laughs> so, like, no. And it's kind of the same way with, like, celebrities in my mind. Uh-huh. I like them. I can recognize, like, oh, yeah, he's very attractive. Because, you know, I love Andrew Walker or and some of these other Hallmark guys. But I don't really think... <laughs> like we would get together or be a good fit or something so yeah that just makes me think of you know living vicariously that's funny to a point and then I'm like this is not real (laughs) okay did you have anything on your list nope (laughs) that's it literally the only I guess I could say okay I have four things written down for this the New York accent that we've covered her clothes Hawaii and then I liked the luau dancing. So I guess that's kind of storyline. Yeah, that is kind of storyline. I liked when they got up there and started kind of dancing and goofing off. It was yeah. funny and it was cute. Yeah. So how many beach balls do you give this sucker? I gave it four beach balls because they did a lot of things. It felt very summery. I gave it a five beach balls. Well, look at you. I, I You know, I get... I get sentimental on these things because like I've been snorkeling it was in the Caribbean not in Hawaii but like things like that like when I see scenes like that it reminds me of like how much fun I've had doing them before and stuff like that so like even the trivia thing was kind of like reminded me of being on the resort and the fun things that they do at night and that sort of a thing so it kind of touched me in my memory (laughs) 
I see. Yeah. See, I've never done, I mean, I've done a trivia night, but I haven't done like snorkeling or anything like that. Oh, you should. It's so much fun. I have done zip lining, but not like the real zip lining where you're flying over treetops. This was like a fake zip lining where there's just like a stand and you're just going like 100 feet over the ground. Like, yeah. Set up kind of not like a carnival, but like an adventure park, I guess. I've done that too, except for they had one that went across the lake. Ooh. And so you could do it. And uh, my friend and I, we ended up doing it. Like there was a group of like four of us who went, but two of us decided to do this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, it's supposed to like graze you over <laughs> the water. It definitely like half of my body got into the water. <laughs> oh my gosh. How did you keep going? Like, doesn't that? <laughs> stop you (laughs) well and you're almost to the end by the time that happens okay so but it was just funny it was like it like dipped and I was like oh my gosh I was not expecting this (laughs) but it was fun wow well I didn't have any experience like that I would have liked to go over a lake (laughs) (laughs) another time yeah another time someday did you mark this as love or nonsense I marked it as love because huh. I really liked it. <laughs> I marked it as nonsense. I figured you were going <laughs> to say that. Oh, man. I just, you know, it was okay. Okay. Next up, Baker's son. You know, yep. this is the the legit crazy one. <laughs> Guys. It really is. If you haven't seen this movie, you should purely watch it. Lower your expectations to like nothing. Go into it and watch the chaos ensue. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much what I would say. (laughs) It like, I feel like it should be higher in my rankings because it's literally stuck with me more than these other movies because it's so ridiculous. I'm just like, I can't get over it. Yeah. Are you going to like share what this movie's about? So they both, both the people, they're best friends and they live in this small town. And he um, starts dating this one girl and his bread becomes delicious. He's a baker or his dad's a baker and he's never made good bread and his bread becomes magnificent. And he's he's made okay bread. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's fantastic and somehow gets out to the world and everybody starts to come see it. And then they break up and his bread goes back to crappy again. (laughs) Well, it goes worse than what, than what it was before, before his bread was palatable. Like I would say normal. Then it got crazy good. And then it got to where he doesn't even know ingredients anymore. And people can't even swallow. (laughs) We have like full montages of people making bites of bread. Guys, it was insane. The only thing they were missing was a flash mob. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was just so wild. Like, okay, so this movie up until this point, because this part, it doesn't make the switch until around halfway or a little over halfway up until this point the movie is still dumb and we're wasting a ton of time with him trying to get with another girl which I personally don't enjoy in these movies 
Um, and then his friend was also trying. She wasn't as avidly trying to get with this guy. I felt like she was only trying to get with him because the other guy was with somebody else. Yeah. But basically half or over a little over half of the movie, they're with separate people. And I just don't care for that. But then they make the switch of the bread being amazing and this town has been struggling with tourists i actually like the mayor because he's kind of funny trying to get tourists into his little town Mm -hmm. and then the bread blows up and it's like three people try it and we're like we love it and then five people try it and it's like on the news and i still can't get over it (laughs) i can't get over bread saving this little town and their whole economy resting on bread on bread that he didn't have a week ago. No. That's what got me about it is I was thinking if it had been that he always was good at making this bread, but nobody knew about it and it had gotten mm-hmm. out. And then all of a sudden, like they're getting more tourists because they've, he's been on television or so, you know, they have those kinds of things happen, but mm-hmm. you guys are not any worse off than you literally were a, a week, week ago. ago. <laughs> Come on, guys. And, like, they're bringing in girls for him to fall in love with to try and help his bread. And I just, like, breaking into his home, into his bedroom, (laughs) I just, oh, man, I can't get over it. It's literally stuck with me. And I suppose that may be a mark in this movie's favor that it was so out of this world ridiculous that... I haven't forgotten it yet. And who knows when I will forget it. I mean, it definitely is memorable. Uh, that did not m- make it great for me, though. <laughs> oh, no. But, I mean, we didn't think it would be memorable at all. That's true. So, the fact that it is, even if it's for a sucky reason, I mean. Yeah, it's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. I will say, I didn't realize she is in that movie, the Christmas time travel one which I did not write down the name of it, but where she's the right, where she's the professor mm-hmm. and the, the little horse drawn carriage comes and picks her up and then like drops her off three years in the future. Yeah. And she's written this book and her fiance has married, her boyfriend has married somebody else and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I didn't realize that that was her <laughs> for whatever reason. And I was like, I know her, but her hair is different color in this movie. And it took me a second to be like, Oh, that's that girl. And then the sheriff guy is from Heartland. He plays Scott on Heartland. So I was like, I like I like him. I feel like I've seen him in a couple of things, although I didn't look him up. But I recognized him, too. Okay. So what did you give it for set? I gave it a three. It's your typical seaside town. Nothing interesting. See, and I gave it a four only because I did like the little fishing town, but it's probably the same as the other spots. But mm-hmm. the oh, the thing that won me over and gave, made me give it more than a three, because that's what I nor- I would have given this movie if it hadn't had this one place. Right outside of his bakery, there was that little spot where he was sitting. And it looked so quaint. And like, I could just imagine myself coming out there in the mornings and taking photos. And I just really liked that one little spot right on like the dock or the marina where he spilled his drink on her when they were about to kiss. But I don't remember that part. Uh, It's where she would paint 
in the mornings, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. That doesn't bump me up. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) Okay. So for style, I gave it a three. Me too. I literally don't remember anything. Me neither. Yeah. I mean, they both looked attractive, but they're attractive people. The so. person who looked is was the most remember memorable memorable for me was the dancer, <laughs> and that's only because she was in these dance dresses. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, that's really the only reason. It wasn't because I really felt like sh- she looked amazing or anything. It was just that. Hmm. So I don't remember her in anything but like plain leotards. So <laughs> good on you remembering her outfits. <laughs> Um, okay, and for storyline, I gave it a three. I almost wondered if I should give it more just because it was so crazy, but I think I'm going to stick with my three, and I don't know where this falls, but I was going to mention that I actually really liked the beginning where they show him making bread uh-huh. and they're playing La Mer in the background because I really like that song, and it felt very romantic, and then kind of the movie just fell off. <laughs> After the first 30 seconds. I agree. I really like the opening credits. It it felt like more than like a normal Hallmark intro. Yeah. Because this they actually did this for her pen pal and then kind of for Sand Dollar Cove. Or, although they used the one for Sand Dollar Cove to really set the movie up. But I don't remember the beginning of You Had Me at Aloha. So, and you know how normally I catch these opening credits because they normally don't give them oh, yeah. very good ones. But... This was a good one. I gave it a two for storyline. Oh, wow. (laughs) I was thinking of making it more and you gave it a two. (laughs) I, I just, I mean, I think you, the over the topness. It lifts it for me. Yeah. For me, it doesn't. It's like, this is so stupid. This is absurd. And there are a couple of things that really got me on this movie. (laughs) Oh, dear. At the end, when they're trying to find him somebody to date, mm-hmm. because he needs to be in love, they try to get her to be the person. And she's like, I can't do it because she's in love with him. Why can't she do it? Who knows? I don't know. You're in love with him. Just do it. <laughs> but Because she doesn't think he's in love with her. Even though the friend already said he is. Like, oh, everybody knows but you. <laughs> <laughs> so... The, they literally say to her, come on, be a team player. No. And I was like, that stupid little comment would have made me dig my heels in even if I wanted to do it and told him no. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me what to do. I know. Force feeling. Like my love life is any of, that's not a team playing thing. with Not with nope. the town, at least. Mm-mm. Nope. So, and then I made this comment, and now I don't know if this makes any sense. So I'm going to read it. Okay. I wrote, are you kidding me? It took the person saying that your dad said it's only good when you're in love for him to figure it out that he was in love with her. That's what I wrote. So he didn't even realize he was in love with her until this person's like, well, your dad says it's only good when you're in love. And he's like, oh my gosh, I love her. Oh, yeah. He was stupid. I mean, he the, he really was the whole movie trying to get with the ballerina, and then the whole thing with his friend. He's just not bright. Nope. And then the last one that really got me. This one's probably up there with being a team player. 
<laughs> he has made bread and he goes to chase after her and the bread is now better. And she doesn't get on the boat, even though he thinks she gets on the boat and he's about to jump in. And she's like, what are you doing? And anyway, he tells her that he loves her and then proves it to her by letting her taste the bread. The bread is the proof that he loves her. <laughs> My gosh. We're not kidding, people. This movie is so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. And I was just like, you know what? This is... Hello, how about the fact that you're she's your best friend and you don't want to spend your life without her? Or that you guys love, like have this like movie night thing or that, you know, you do this or that or blah, blah, blah. Or you've always been there for each other. And there's lots of other things you could have said other than my bread tastes good. So now I'm clearly in love with you. Oh yeah. Whatever girl wants to hear, taste yep. my bread. <laughs> <laughs> I could be real dirty. actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, do you have anything else? I have, beach balls okay i have three marked down but i really don't know why i said three <laughs> i have two marked down <laughs> yeah i feel like two is probably more realistic it wasn't really summery no it felt i don't know what it felt but it didn't feel summery and i marked it as nonsense obviously <laughs> so did i <laughs> whole bunch of nonsense okay that is the Baker son. Now we are moving on to her pen pal. Woo. My highlight. <laughs> yes. We'll get to our rankings, but this was the best one. Surprisingly enough, because I thought I was not going to like this, because I didn't like the girl from that Christmas movie with Tyler Hines last season. Mm -hmm. so. Forever how she's going to be known. The Christmas movie with Tyler Hines. 12 Dates of Christmas. That's <laughs> That's the one. Poor Mallory Jansen. So this is where she goes to Paris to help her friend plan her wedding. And she reconnects with her old pen pal who is French. And they're actually in Paris, which we were wondering. And I'm happy to report they were actually there. So that was good to see. Yeah, I was excited about that. I didn't know if they were really there. And that scene at the Eiffel Tower kind of mm -hmm. made me think maybe they weren't there. Because there were no people in the background. It was just them and a person like right behind them. So I thought. I thought there were people there. Yeah, but it wasn't like, I mean, it's COVID times, but it wasn't like a normal, you would expect to see like all of these people right at the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. I mean, but I'm, I'm thinking whenever, whenever I was there last year. You do know better they, than I. They. Well, I, I kind of regret we didn't go over on that side of the tower. We didn't approach from that side. Um, but whenever I was up there looking down, I didn't see a lot of people over there, and it looked like it was um, fenced off. So, oh, maybe that's why. Yeah. There might be something. There was a lot of things fenced off, actually, whenever I was over there. So maybe they were working on stuff. Um, so that could be why. Okay. Fair so, enough. Yeah. But I believe they were actually there. No, they were. I Googled it after the fact. So. Oh, really? Did it say when? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't read that far. <laughs> if okay. it did I'll say, I didn't read it. So. That's okay. Um, Let's see. I have a lot of quotes for this one. 
And one was fairly early on when she says life is an endless decision making tree. <laughs> I was like, yes, it is. And it sucks. That is so true. <laughs> um, Let's see. Actually, I guess we can go with storyline first. Maybe. I okay. don't know. Because I gave it a four for storyline. And what'd you give it? I gave it a five, and I think I only gave it a five because I thought it was so much better than the other ones. Okay. Well, I gave it a four. Um, I have a lot of notes, and I think you have a lot of notes. My first one is that it was very unrealistic that they arrived at that hotel, and instead of going straight to bed, they were peppy enough to take a tour of it and like want to do things. I was like, this is not true. I was dead on my feet when I got in Paris and I came from the East coast. They were coming from LA. Like, I know you're tired. Maybe they were able to sleep on the plane. Maybe I wasn't took able the red to sleep. eye and first class did or something and had one of those sleeping cabins. Maybe. Although later she knocks on her friend's door and her friend's like, jet lag. I'm so tired. You do the champagne tasting without me. And I'm like, that's a bit more realistic. But I was just like, no one is as peppy after a flight to Paris. I agree. Didn't believe it. Um, and then, let's see. I thought it was dumb that she dated her ex for 12 years. Um, I totally have that on my list. <laughs> like, who dates for 12 years? So, with, I, this is the best advice that I've ever heard anybody give. Um, on this radio show that I used to listen to, <laughs> The Burt Show. It's like mm -hmm. national here in the U.S. But he would always say, you don't give an ultimatum, but ladies, you should have a date in your mind that if they don't, if they're not willing to get married by that time. So some people might be two years, some people might be five years, but if they are not willing to tie the knot by that time, don't waste your time because he's known so many women who like stick around for like 10 years. And the person never ends up marrying them and then they break up and now they're 10 years down the road. No closer mm -hmm. to getting married. And it's not an ultimatum because they don't have to. You're not forcing them to pick. You're saying, no, I'm picking for you. Yeah. And I'm leaving. And <laughs> yeah. And I do want to say some people don't want to get married and that's perfectly your prerogative. Oh, yeah. If you want to date for that long. But she's someone who would want to get married. So. Yes. Waiting 12 years doesn't seem realistic. And I think the only reason they did that, they chose that time, was because they didn't want her to have any break in between. So she was pen pals with Jacques in high school. Then he kind of breaks up with her and she immediately gets in this relationship with the boyfriend. And that's her only relationship until now. Yep. After they broke up. So... I think that's why they did it for the timeline sake, but it's a really bad timeline. <laughs> it's a horrible timeline. However, I will say they write, wrote the guy character really well for this timeline. <laughs> he seems oh, incredibly yeah. like noncommittal to me. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't that great at all. Which is kind of the point. Right. Yeah. But. Not good. Does not compare to Jacques. <laughs> oh, definitely not. <laughs> like. He, oh man, he, like, has so many good lines. And they're not even, like, life-changing. 
But he like says, you know, I see you. And then he's like, I want to hear all your ideas. And it just made me think of this is kind of reaching, but stay with me here. So the perfect Christmas present aired today. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. It has Sam Page in it. And he basically gets hired to find people the perfect Christmas gift for their people. And the way he does this is by getting to know the person that he's going to get the gift for. Well, in this movie, his friend hires him to get the perfect gift for the guy's girlfriend. But So he falls in love with the girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. And it's because, like, the friend that she's dating doesn't listen to her, doesn't want to spend time with her. He's just too busy. And then here's Sam Page's character coming along wants to spend time with her, finds her interesting, asks her questions about herself, and then actively listens to, like, bring it up at later times and, like, show he's thinking of her type ways. And I feel the same way with Jacques in this movie that this is, like, the bare minimum that women want (laughs) to be listened to. (laughs) But it seems so romantic because it seems so out of reach so unrealistic like Like, what guy actually does this yeah so I just had a laugh when I saw that I was like oh my gosh (laughs) yeah because that movie was on today and I saw these quotes and I was like man I actually um have that one written down where um he asks if she's seeing someone and she says no and he says I see you which is the one he just referenced Mm mm-hmm it was just so cute. It was really cute. And I also... And then he's, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say another quote of his. I don't know if you wrote this down. But he said that he didn't need a palace to be a prince. I, like, <laughs> I did not write prince. that one down. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. But what I did write down the one where he says, you don't need to give someone a key if it's already open. Uh, yeah. He He made some good points about, like, having your heart unlocked and all that stuff. I was really bummed that the lock bridge wasn't there, that it collapsed. I did not realize that this had happened. Oh, really? I had heard that they were saying, do not put any more locks on it. (laughs) Oh, no. I knew that they had removed it. And it makes me sad because I never saw it. I think the last time I saw it was Hallmark. They must have gotten in there fairly recently or close to when it was about to be cut down because they did a movie in Paris with two older people (laughs) and they were on that bridge with the locks and they had a lock on there. So, and that was like 2017, I think, but I'm surprised that they didn't like take it down and then put it up somewhere like as artwork, right? Almost like Mm. a sculpture somewhere else. That would have been a good idea. I don't know. Keep, keep the love alive. <laughs> yeah. But then they tr- they try to salvage this by going to this wall of I love you's, which I kind of wish I had known about it. Although we didn't get to that part of Paris when we were there. Um, so I probably wouldn't have seen it anyway. But I thought it was interesting that this wall has I love you written down in like all these different languages. And I just read an article saying that the French don't actually say I love you very much they are more like showing it and you know you it's just understood that you are together and you like move in and you know right they don't actually say I love you 
all the time because I think it's because they only have one word for love and they don't use it. Like they say, I love chicken and the same, I love you. And it's not the same, right? Right. So they use the whole pet names like Petitu, I think, and some other things um, to show that. So I just thought it was interesting that they have an I love you wall when they don't say it very much. That is interesting. I was going to say, as soon as the friend starts kind of having doubts about the wedding, like she walks into the ballroom and she's like, yeah, it's nice. I was like, wait, (laughs) she doesn't want this wedding. Is this this movie again where the friend Beverly Hills wedding? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It is like Beverly Hills wedding. Except for her friend comes around faster, I feel like, than in Beverly Hills wedding. Yeah, of course, she came around after the ballroom had the problem and they couldn't have the wedding there anymore. Mm -hmm. But it was like, I was like, oh, geez, Louise, these friends, like, I can't imagine being a friend who's like, you know what, I'm going to plan you my perfect wedding and not not be like concerned about what you want. Well, that and then also when your friend plans you a wedding in Paris, why are you upset about it? (laughs) That's true. I mean... You know, maybe it wasn't what you thought of because you were wanting a smaller, intimate thing, but it's Paris. So I I just say get on board. I will say also, I found it really strange that she didn't want it in that ballroom, but walks into this giant chateau and is like, this is perfect. Mm. And I was like, this is more than that ballroom. <laughs> They, yeah, but it looked a lot better. They did have it in the garden, but it was like more extravagant, I felt like. You know what I'm saying? Like the ballroom is a ballroom. A ballroom here is a ballroom there. They're 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 ballrooms. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At hotels. Yeah. But this is like a chateau which you would think would cost a lot more money than that ballroom, right? And Yeah, but they're getting the friend discount. Well, I know. I'm just saying that it looks more to me it looked more expensive than the the ballroom that she felt like was too much. Yeah, that's true. But they did end up having it in the garden, though. So that brought it around. <laughs> yeah, that made it a little bit more yep. intimate. Yeah. Let's see. Um, Do you have a lot of other comments? I have two. I did have a couple. Um, I found it a tw- quite the twist that... The girl that he's dating, the the ex-boyfriend brings a girl with him to Paris, and it's mm-hmm. his co-worker best friend. I was like, wow, really? <laughs> I don't know why I was so shocked by that. I was just... I thought it made sense. <laughs> but, like, they had hung out together. I just find that so weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know that they're best friends. Why would you bring her? And it, really, he brought her... I feel like he brought her because he didn't want to go alone. Which is understandable. And she went along because it's Paris. Agreed. And he's her friend. (laughs) I also have the the thing. One thing that I did not like was hate it. I hate it when the guys do that flexing thing where he's like, we belong together to Jacques. Like, oh, yeah. I hate that. I hate it when they write that in. I mean, I don't know that I hate it, but I don't like it when the guy, like, believes the dummy. You know, I feel like you should be smart enough to be like, no, actually. Well, I'll let her tell me that. (laughs) 
Yeah. Something like that instead of letting it color his feelings and be like, well, I'm going to step aside then. Like, no. Um, let's see. I thought it was really funny, especially in the beginning. Mm. I liked that the like the friend grabbed the phone and like called Jacques and left him a voicemail as if she was. <laughs> that was oh man, too much, too like, much. Um, yeah, I did have a smile on my face the whole time. And then I really liked the song that they sang at the wedding. I don't know what song it was. I just really liked it. I was like, oh, I, I would like dance I know to that music song. at my wedding. That kind of music. It's kind of jazzy like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was it was cute. Um, let's see. Were those your two things? Or yep. okay. So my last two comments for the whole storyline thing, because we have a lot to say about this movie. <laughs> was one, as you do when you are in Paris, you say, Oh, this is the best croissant I've ever had in my life (laughs) and it just made me wonder if when French people hear that they're like you are so dumb because literally you can get this croissant at any boulangerie around the corner in France (laughs) like it's not special at this one it's not special at that one this is just how our croissants taste they just taste better (laughs) than the ones in the US (laughs) yeah it just made me laugh because I'm like, yeah, it's probably not the specific place that you were at. <laughs> and then I think what really made me love this movie was that they quoted Sabrina oh, all yeah. the time. And when he quoted it to her before she had even said anything about Sabrina, like as soon as he started speaking, I was like, oh, my gosh, he's quoting it. <laughs> I I would die. If someone said that to me, because I love that movie. So oh, I just love it. Have you seen both versions? Nope. Seen neither version. Welcome oh. to my world. I thought you had seen one. Nope. <laughs> well, I own the DVD of the Audrey Hepburn and Humphrey Bogart one. And I think the Harrison Ford and I can't remember her name. She used to be popular. Um. But there's a Harrison Ford version from like the 90s that I think is on streaming services. But it's a little different and it's not as good. Good to know. Yeah. Basically, it's the girl is the chauffeur's daughter and they live on the big mansion of rich people in New York. And she loves the younger party brother. Um, but the family is like, you can't be with the chauffeur's daughter. So they send in the older brother who's like all business to distract her and then he falls for her and of course it's just so cute i like it a lot <laughs> so but anyway what did you give the storyline again did you- i give it a four a four okay i gave it a five mm-hmm. because i felt like it was different it wasn't the usual well, yeah and i liked it i gave it <laughs> i gave it a five for setting i did too Woohoo! Yay for Paris! I really like the chateau, though. Not gonna lie. It was really pretty. I'm glad he didn't sell it. Me or, too. Whoops. I guess I ruined. <laughs> oh, well. And I gave it a four for style. I gave it a four for style, also. I have a couple comments here. Okay. Um, Her friend's hair is bad. 
Which friend? The one that was getting married. I hated it, especially at the beginning. I I really did not like it. <laughs> hmm. I didn't notice. Um, and I don't. In general, I don't know if I liked her friend. Sorry, actress whose name I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't pick her as a leading lady, though. But my other comment was, what were your thoughts on her pink bridesmaid's dress? Uh, since I barely remember it, I think just okay. <laughs> I did not care for it. I liked the black dress that she wore a lot better mm-hmm. than that dress. Hmm. I don't really remember them. The only... I probably shouldn't have given a four if I don't remember much. Because the only thing I do remember is him wearing all these almost boat neck, but not quite as wide sweatshirts. I don't remember that I just that thought it all. was interesting. I remember him in collared, like, button-up shirts. Well, I mean, he looked good the whole movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that. But yeah, that's about it. Okay. And I gave it four beach balls. For summer fun. I gave it four beach balls too. Because who wouldn't want to spend the summer in Paris? Well, that's why I deleted a beach ball. <laughs> Just because um it can get warm there and they don't pick up like their dog's poop or anything. Oh. And they don't I just no. They leave it on the sidewalks and stuff. So on the sidewalk just, even? Yeah. Because there's not, like, grass, a lot of grass around there. And they just don't care. So I don't really know that I'd want to go in the summer. Um, I went in February when it was cool and kind of rainy. And it really was the best time. Okay, I, I'm I'm stuck on this. <laughs> it's a true thing. Look Are it they, is it, like, in the middle of the walkways or is it, like, off to the side always? It's wherever the dog poops, Carrie. So you need to be watching where your feet are going because you may step in dog poop. Yep. Paris, get it together, guys. No one ever comes and cleans it up? I mean, I don't know that anyone comes and cleans it up. I've never seen anyone do it. I know the owners aren't doing it, so no. Maybe when the rain comes. Oh. Yeah. So that was a deleted beach ball. I, I on, agree with you on that. Yeah. But also, this is very random. I probably shouldn't even say it. But another point in Paris's favor is their water tastes very good. Like, a noticeable difference. And I'm in America, so it's not like we have bad terrible water. water. Well, it depends on where you're at in America. <laughs> well, oh yeah, that's true. Um, but... Like, and I don't really notice these things when it comes to water, like, you know, different water bottles or whatever, but the water in Paris, it was really good. You can tell. And I actually watched a documentary. I think it was Zac Efron's documentary on Netflix where he traveled to different countries Uh and they did a whole thing about the water. Um, It was very interesting. So there's a plus for Paris. Do you know that if you go to the Dutch Caribbean islands... Definitely for sure Curacao. I'm sure Aruba and Bonaire also, since they're all Dutch, like Netherlands. They purify the water on 
the island. So you can drink directly out of the tap there because they have a good purification system. It's not like going to like Jamaica Hmm. or Dominican Republic where you need to drink out of bottled waters. Interesting. Tastes good. I mean, the only... France is the only international water I've tasted. (laughs) This is the only place I've gone out of the country. But... It's not just me. There's a whole thing about it. (laughs) So interesting. Last movie. Yeah, the last movie is um, Sand Dollar Cove. And this is the one where the girl comes, Ellie, I think is her name, shows up to buy this beachfront property where this pier is that is damaged from a storm. And Brody mm-hmm. owns the owns the property, and she wants to buy it for this resort. And it's about how she's trying to negotiate getting this property for her boss. Yeah, and this was the one where the first like thirty seconds opening credits was actually helpful for the movie because it just showed the storm knocking. Down that is the town. true. That is true. So, I thought that was good. Um. And so, what did you give it for set? Three. Me too. It was just another seaside town. Probably the same place they filmed the Baker Sun. Yep. This was not. I actually thought it was less. Picturesque. Yeah. The beach was yeah. really boring. I was trying to figure out if they were really somewhere north like Connecticut. Because it still kind of looked like North Carolina to me. <laughs> I don't know. But I didn't care for it. It was fine. Yeah. Um, what about style? Gave it another three because there was nothing exciting. Yep. She had some weird outfits and I noticed because I was like, why are you going on this like weird walk thing? And it's weird to me when people choose to wear heels to like go on a walk. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm See, like- I noticed that she wore a lot of white tennis shoes with her dresses and I thought it was cute. I guess I only noticed when she was wearing the heels. The heels. Mm-hmm. Um, Storyline. I gave it a two. Oh! I was literally bored. It was Like, I thought this great. was going to be my number one movie, and I was bored pretty much the whole time, except towards the end when Chad started having some cute lines. Um... But that's about it. Like, I only have, I have one comment about, so she dunks him in a dunk tank, and he runs after her. And that was first cute. of all, yeah, it was cute, but he looked dry. He looked dry. He definitely did. Yes. So I was like, he, he just got soaking wet. This doesn't look right. And then I did laugh out loud, because he kind of wraps his arms around her and kind of tries to kiss her. And they're out in public. And so she's like kind of pulling back. And she's like, in public? Because <laughs> she doesn't want to get caught with him. She's like, I don't want people to think I'm just trying to like kiss you to get get the property or whatever she said. Yeah. <laughs> so I laughed out loud at that. I thought that was funny. Um, but that was kind of the cutest scene of the movie. I liked the dancing scene. At the end? Yeah. The Yeah. I guess I guess that's right, but that's good. I did not like the cu- the cut over to the sister and the grandma. 
No, because it did not look like they were in front of a Ferris wheel. It was, no, it did not. And I thought you were going to say something about that, honestly. <laughs> oh, no, I thought I'd leave out how fake that looked. <laughs> well, I, brought, I got you to bring it up anyway. <laughs> why, why would they do that when it looks like they actually had a Ferris wheel there? Like, why did you? I know that, that that's what was weird about it to me, too. I don't know. Maybe wouldn't it be something if we found out that they really did shoot in front of this Ferris wheel? It was just a really awkward shot, so it looks fake. That'd be the funny. Lit. Like someone comments, "Dude, it wasn't a green screen. We were really there." <laughs> like, well, it sucked. didn't look like it. <laughs> nope, it didn't look like it. Um, let's see. Problems with this storyline: <clears throat> they have to break up because they can't visit from an hour away. He's like, we can make it work. And she's like, it just wouldn't work. <laughs> I can't make time for you. I know. That was awful. That was weird to me. I did not write it down, though, I think, because I was so, like, over this movie. The, the part that I had the problem with was, at the end, the solution that she comes up with is just to rebuild the pier and build, the res- build it into the resort. And I'm like, this is the stupidest solution ever. I've been thinking this from the beginning. <laughs> I know. I, I thought it from the beginning, too. I was like, this isn't hard. <laughs> like, what is the problem here? And then the whole time they're trying to he's trying to force her to, you know, pick a different location that wouldn't ruin his beloved pier. And the problem with the different location is that it doesn't have a beach. And, you know, I messaged you, Carrie. I was like, can't they build artificial beaches? Like, it's still on the water. It just doesn't have the sand. I mean, can't we just put some sand and rocks? And honestly, if you built like a boardwalk or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. like it's not that far from the beach. They're standing on the beach looking at it. If you would have built like a boardwalk or something and even been able to have like golf carts at the resort that brought people mm-hmm. to the beach, nobody's going to be fine. Everybody's going to be fine with it. <laughs> yeah. It just, their problems weren't real problems. Not real problems, guys. <laughs> So it was just, it was just, I don't know. It was a mess. It was boring. They, Nothing really happened for the longest time, actually, in the beginning and middle. Yeah, I felt like it took until the early kiss. I did like the early kiss. I did too. And that's when it, it started bit... picking up. But it, it it was almost, it was pretty much too late at that point. <laughs> yeah, they they needed to skim over some more things. Um, I'm, I'd be curious to know, I'm not going to read this book. But we all know it's based off a book. Um, granted, lots changed based on the summary we read last time. But I wonder if the boring the book is this boring. I don't want to find out. <laughs> Me either. But <laughs> I'm curious if it the movie was as slow because they removed all the good stuff that maybe weren't hallmark appropriate oh. from the book. Because, you know, the book was talking about playboys and some things that maybe Hallmark doesn't normally deal with. I don't know. So I was just thinking about that. I do have one more thing. Okay. Especially in the beginning. I think I either it waned off towards the end or I got used to it. What was up with his accent? (laughs) Oh man. I thought of that too. It's like, I don't like this for you, Chad. It sounded like he was trying to be Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I could totally and I was that. not feeling it. It was definitely like a country accent. And I was like, it's Connecticut. Like, 
don't Connecticut people, even if they live in the middle of nowhere, still have northern accents? I mean, I can't speak for that, but I feel like you're right. <laughs> now, like, if it had been North Carolina, fine. I was going to say, I was going to say, even if North Carolina, he didn't use a country accent in One Tree Hill, and that was shot down in Wilmington, and true. it was set in North Carolina. So, I just don't know what he was going for there. I don't either. Chad, we love you, but don't do it again. <laughs> What'd you give it for beach balls? Three. Really? I gave it a four because they had a clam bake and then they had the carnival and they had the sandcastle contest. I feel like they did a lot of kind of interesting things. Okay. Can I, can I ask you this question? A hypothetical, obviously. Okay. They're having a clam bake and this is not the grandma's first clam bake. So why did they have to dig into the grass to make a hole? Is there not a hole from the last time they did a clam bake? Um, I've never done a clam bake. I just assume you always have to dig a new hole <laughs> to find more clams. I don't know how this I works, I thought they Gary. brought the clams in. I thought that was just for the fire pit. That's just how you set up the fire pit to cook the clams. Oh, I don't know. I don't think clams live in the dirt. I don't know where they live. They live in the ocean. <laughs> under sand, though, right? Maybe, but not not under grass. <laughs> I don't know, Carrie. I barely was paying attention. I just remembered that, oh, yeah, they had a clam bake as an activity. So I'm going to give four beach balls. <laughs> so they live in... They live in a variety of habitats, including Arctic and Antarctic waters, coastal mudflats, the deep ocean, and coral reefs. Most species are found in the ocean. However, two types are found in fresh water. But I don't think they live under the grass. (laughs) Well, you learn something new every day. I've never had a clam. I don't want to have a clam. So you don't like clams? You You don't want to try clams? Do you not like seafood? I'm not a huge seafood. Oh. No. I like tuna. I like salmon. And I like shrimp. I guess I like three types of seafood. I like crab a lot. Mm. Crab cakes are like my jam now. Well, someone's got to eat that stuff. I did have clam chowder at when we went to um, Cape Charles, Virginia mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. And I have decided that crab is better than clam. <laughs> well, there you go. Crab is better than clam. Yep. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Instead of that he is greater than I, you could do crab is greater than clam and just do like the drawings, like a crab drawing and a clam Oh my drawing. gosh. We really need this, Carrie. <laughs> We need to expand our merchandise. And when I say our merchandise, we literally have nothing. <laughs> no, we have so. our own shirts, guys. <laughs> we have our own shirts. There's four of them. Pictures of. <laughs> There's four of them in total. <laughs> oh, man. We really fell off the wagon on that idea. No, um, we just, I think what we, <laughs> the problem is, is Christmas was more overwhelming than we were prepared for. Yeah. Yeah. So the... <laughs> It took we us- heard 100 movies, but it was still like, we could do it. Well, yeah. And and originally we thought we won't watch them all. And then you definitely end up watching them all. I did not. Mm-hmm. I still watched most yeah. of them. 
But I think next year we're going to, this year. Yeah, this year. We're going to be more strategic in what we actually review on the podcast. And then maybe do some, maybe some Instagram posts or something if there's one that we want to do. Yeah. Something like that. Because it's we just can't do it. Guys, it was a lot. <laughs> we can't have a repeat. It almost became unenjoyable watching Christmas movies. Well, I didn't find watching the Christmas movies unenjoyable. I found editing the podcasts after watching the Christmas movies and talking about the Christmas movies unenjoyable. <laughs> That's true. It just, for me, they all started running together. So it's like you can't even... That's true. I don't know. There were a lot of similar storylines. And when you're watching Mm -hmm. all of them, it brings that to the top. Yeah. So we're going to try and plan better. And maybe we'll have actual merch. (laughs) Crabs are greater than clams. (laughs) Crabs are greater than clams. We'll have a whole food line. (laughs) A food line? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like... Like candy canes are better than <laughs> snickerdoodles. <laughs> I don't even know. I thought you meant like foods, and I was like, I don't want to get involved in this. <laughs> no, 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 no. I am serve safe approved, but <laughs> certified. I, don't I mean, I guess serve safe certified. Oh man, no, 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 nothing like that. Okay, I can get behind a t-shirt with some food on it. <laughs> okay. Maybe we'll make that happen. That seems easy enough, right? Yep. Okay. So I marked this as nonsense. I I, def- I did too. Okay. Did you mark? We both marked, marked her pen pal as love. Yeah. Okay. I don't think we said I know. It, we but... skipped it. We didn't. All right. So now the last part is to rank these. Our number one was her pen pal. Yep. Our number two was you had me at Aloha. Yes. This is where we might differ. I think this is where we differ. <laughs> I I struggled on this, but in the end, crazy beat out favorite actors and the Baker son was third for me. Nope, not for me. Sand Dollar Cove. <laughs> Sand Dollar Cove was my least favorite. Oh, which man. is ironic because I it I thought it was going to be my favorite and it dropped all the way down to four. Yeah, that is crazy. Um, so we don't really have plans. There is Christmas in July coming up. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think we're going to do some sort of a Christmas episode for that. Like a roundup. Because we never rounded up last (laughs) Christmas movies. So we thought we'd give you guys maybe some ideas of ones that you might want to watch. Catch if they're on. Yep. And then... I don't think we're planning on reviewing the new premiere that's coming out. The crashing, what is it? Crashing into snow or? I don't know. It's got Warren Christie and Amy Acker in it. Yeah. I don't think we're going to review that on here. Um, But feel free to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Do what you want. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's all we have planned so far. Yep. And then, you know, we're only like a couple of months away from. <laughs> well, we just passed the exactly six months until Christmas mark. Well, and the Christmas movies start in October. 
so we're really mm-hmm. only right at we're a few weeks away from three months from when the Christmas movies start. Yeah, and then we have our fall movies. Yeah, I don't know if there's if there's anything in between. I guess we'll find. They out did last year, didn't they? Do a wedding every weekend was in August, wasn't it? That was the last summer movie because their summer movies were in August last year. So maybe they'll have some August summer movies. We shall see. Yep. But that's all. That's all, folks. An hour later. (laughs) Stop. So subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes released. And if you're on Apple Podcast, we'd love it if you leave us a review. Apparently those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen. And our social media. Yes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye.